0: Welcome to Younger and Older. This is Jason and Dave hanging out at the studios of Relate365.com. Coming no, no, no. To- oh, I saw, I, man, I was on a roll there. Let me let me back it up. Back this it up. is Jason and Dave coming to you from the studios of Relate365.com. In the Northwoods, Wisconsin. Sorry, I forgot you were the dot-com guy. I'm the
1: dot-com guy. I was just on a roll. And when you're on a roll and you forget the dot-com guy, we feel unloved. I'm sorry. That's right. You're forgiven.
0: If I had a sound effect in my voice to do that scratchy tape reverse. I would do it, but that that really doesn't no. exist anymore, does it? No, because everything's digital.
1: I I guess do people beat pop anymore? Because you could digitally do it. You don't need that's to true. do it. I'm for sure real. people
0: still do it because I think you could technically still digitally mix. You know, like that.
1: No, I don't know that because
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's from your. But, area. Didn't that start because of the vinyl? records
1: i'm sure it did but it, it i'm sure the first time it was done was accidental because i used to do that as a kid and like listen to this you can listen to him backwards see yeah that's right yeah and then someone told me out oh, listen you'll hear satan you know it's like Ooh. It's Like, <laughs> 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 I, I gotta see what he's saying So you're yeah I'm, I'm trying to play backwards see if there's any message
0: oh uh, isn't, isn't that funny like it's it's true with any it's like don't push the button yeah well it's like well i gotta push the button now
1: Well. i I wanted to hear what he said. <laughs> For the record, I never heard anything.
0: No pun intended. No, no. But I'm pumped. Yeah, Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> we're starting off strong here. Well,
1: here, let me ask you. You're a young guy, and it, they say this year that vinyl sales will out to CD sales or, and DVD sales. And I'm thinking, um, uh, I hope 8-tracks come back because those were convenient. <laughs> yeah, you know, really? Why? Oh. Why are we going vinyl?
0: I think I think vinyl has a certain like vintageness to it, and I think it's it's that vintageness that's the new in thing.
1: People like vintage. Go find an old person, have them live with you. Well, you that's know. vintage.
0: <laughs> it also comes with baggage. Well, I guess. <laughs> you want vintage? You can have vintage. <laughs> Just go get it. Yeah, and and I, I, I mean to compare old means of listening to music vinyl was probably the more stable one out of like 8 track and tape you know because tape you'd get it stuck you'd pull it out and all of a sudden you have to rewind did you ever have
1: a a, an eight track
0: did i ever have one Um, my parents did yeah see and my but that
1: was they worked slick a lot of music on those things right but it was still tape well yeah but it was in this big cassette thing and you couldn't really see the eight tracks
0: or anything this is true well the same thing with the cassette unless it was a clear cassette you couldn't really see it yeah no same same concept so what's my- actually interesting is you have a speaking of like audio devices yes you have this old wire recorder i
1: do right here in the studio somewhere
0: you know somewhere speaking of having vintage things yeah you're guilty of it
1: i am i like vintage so i i like elder- so do you buy vinyl i i like elderly people <laughs> Do they live? With you? <laughs> Technically <laughs> that, speaking, because you are a elder?:: I, Yeah, I do. <laughs> but big... <laughs> the, the, the bottom, the bottom line is, no, I don't have any vinyl uh, because I don't have a turntable. Well, they sell those, still. which we used to call record players. But I don't have an old stereo system, and I don't have a
0: you know something. You don't have to have an old one; you can get a new one
1: to run that little turntable through. I don't have that equipment anymore, so it's excuses
0: like excuses is all. I-
1: no you know what you need to do. you need to go back to remember those old big cabinets you had the the centers where you had the stereo and you had all the speakers and you had oh, all, yeah. every, everything you know in the cabinet was stacked a a, a VCR, a DVD, a, a cassette player I, I mean, I had them all in one cabinet, yep. because oh, yeah. there was a time where all of them were around
0: oh yeah well that that was the the era of the the entertainment centers
1: yeah, yeah that was, I couldn't remember the name that was the name it, of it the, that yeah.
0: took up an entire wall
1: yeah we finally, I think, two years ago, got rid of ours.) <laughs> <laughs> I thought, oh, actually, we didn't get rid of it. I moved it in the basement, yeah, yeah, because you never know when they're going to come back because vinyl records came back.
0: Are you a junk collector?
1: no oh, okay. I, I I just try and outlast the 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 styles that are going to change. So. Oh,
0: aren't you a style setter
1: i am a, i'm a I'm a kind of a fashionista. Fashionista. Like, like the other... I think
0: my generation calls them um, influencers.
1: I, well, definitely, in the way I dress. <laughs> 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 the other day I went into the Nicolai Bible Institute class that I teach, and I said, yeah, you know, today I just wanted to dress nice, so I wore my skinny jeans, and half the kids fell out of their chairs laughing. That's funny. Because I, what I meant by that was that I had my, my pants that weren't quite as baggy on.
0: Oh, gotcha.
1: I, I don't have any real what they would call skinny jeans. There. They're just, they were straight legged, you know, Levi's rather than little baggy ones that I have. So, anyway, I guess different generations say different things about about things. Speaking of that, speaking of that, I want to ask your opinion about something. I read an article about, you know who Tim Tebow is?
0: I do. Tim Tebow. Yep.
1: He was a a quarterback, for those who don't know who he was, a, a Christian guy who has always been one who is unapologetic for his faith. I mean, he just yep. loves God. And, and the funny thing about him is he loves God and he acts like he loves God, which again, shouldn't be really a shock to anybody. If if I say I love God, then I probably should act like I love God. And you shouldn't be bothered by the fact that I act like I say.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Okay. No problem. no problem. When I meet somebody who says I am um, an atheist, I don't believe in God. And they they act like an atheist that doesn't believe in God, I find that consistent with what they just said. Yeah. So I'm not really even shocked. Right. And I really don't try and change their behavior at that point Mm -hmm. because the reason they act that way is because they're an atheist who doesn't believe in God. Yeah. Okay. So do I agree with them? Well, that's another issue. Right. But I don't want to necessarily go change their whole lifestyle because they're just consistent. But when they want me to live, consistent with their belief mm-hmm. I find that weird yeah I can't do that and that's what uh, I read an article it was by Dylan Gwynn and he was writing about Tim Tebow and he said that one of his jet teammates I think it was the center that snapped the ball to him or something said that Tebow wouldn't use a curse word they had a play that they had a call with a curse word in it and he wouldn't use it and they were kind of making fun of him for it because that eventually the Offense got a penalty for it because they spent too much time talking about it because everyone was trying to get him to curse, and they would th- they would find that funny. Yeah, and Tebow wouldn't. He he just kept saying you know that he he would say the screenplay and it had a different name, but everyone knew which one he was talking about because mm-hmm. he wouldn't use the terms. Yeah, and it- it's like I'm thinking why why would you do that? Why would somebody try and get somebody else to do something when their whole life is opposite of that because of what they believe.
0: Yeah, and and my mind even goes to a different question. It's like, well, why does a play call have to have a curse word in it?
1: Well, I agree with you. I, I can go further than that in things that confuse me about sports.
2: <laughs>
0: I'm sure.
1: <laughs> uh, seriously, I mean, when professional sports when they made it so that women and men can go in the locker room and interview players, yeah. I thought, you know, if I was a professional player, I wouldn't be anymore. Right. Like, I don't think it's right. Right. Just wait till we're done in the locker room. Yeah. Why do you have to be there while I change my clothes? hmm and, and if they say, well, equality, men got in, then keep everybody out till we're done. Right. What happened in this world to people who have certain standards and, and want to say, this is the way I would rather live? hmm And why can't we honor that? Yeah. in uh, some of it is because um, if I want to live a different way and your way gets in the way, and you know, it's kind of like the smoking argument. If you said I wanted to smoke and I'd mm-hmm. say not in here, then I'm limiting your rights because your smoke will affect this room and me and I will have to breathe it. Right. So that therefore, I'm trying to limit that. Mm. However, if you want to go outside and smoke, Totally up to you. Go for it. I say, I'm not going to limit you at all. Mm-hmm. That's your decision in life. And so that's how that works. Yeah. But I think it's important that we grab a hold of, okay, people should act in, in concert with who they are. Yeah. So have you heard people talk about if you're a Christian that you should uh, not put your values on other people?
0: I have heard people say that.
1: Yeah. I don't know how you put your values on other people except for live them yourself. Right. And why would that, for example, let's, let's, my value as a, as a Christian would be to help the poor, take yeah. care of the orphans, take care of the widows. Mm-hmm. Let's say you weren't a Christian. Why do you care?
0: Right. Okay. You're,
1: <clears throat> you don't have to do it.
0: Mm-hmm. Unless, I mean, unless there's like a guilt factor involved, and that's why they think you're imposing it on them.
1: Or, or if I decide I don't want to curse in life,
0: why do, you, why do you care? Right. Does it matter if I choose not to use a word when I call a play?
1: Yeah. Now, it's different if I decide to run an airplane into a building and kill people. Right. It's not the differences I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. But I'm talking about most things in life that really don't matter. If I think, uh, for example, if I think um, abortion is wrong, and I think it's murdering people, Now we can get into a pretty healthy discussion, and I will disagree with you on it, but honestly, if you don't think there's a God, you don't respond to him, you're probably okay to a certain degree with doing things like that. Now, not everyone would be, but I understand that you don't have a standard from one who's going to judge you one day. Even Mm -hmm. though it's going to happen, you don't believe it. yeah. So you live as if you don't believe it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I need to understand that I think that's how we get along when we're different sometimes is by figuring out, okay, this person is consistent in what they say and believe and live. And um, I think Tim Tebow should have just should be left alone. The reason he's a very unique person is because he was a football player. He's well known, and he loves God, and he acts like it. So now he's in the news everywhere because he's
0: so odd. Mm-hmm. Well, I think, I think even on a broader scale, I think that's one of the reasons, unfortunately, why I don't think he succeeded in the NFL. Yeah, I is agree. because is he didn't conform to the culture, and people didn't like it. Yeah, you know, I mean. Avid commentators might say that he wasn't skilled enough or, or, or whatnot, but if he wasn't skilled enough, he wouldn't have got drafted in the first place.
1: Yeah, well, if he wasn't skilled enough, and, and then they're saying Colin Kaepernick was, and nobody wants him on their team. I, I don't know how that works either. Right. I mean, they can't have it both ways. Yeah. Uh, and, but you look at the, some of the conservative quarterbacks in the league, and I think they struggle for um, it, having people say nice things about them. Yeah. For example, uh, Kirk Cousins Mm hmm he's a guy that loves god loves his family does not want to carouse that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. if you look at how the media the national media treats him they're pretty rough on him most of the time yeah and i and i'm always trying to figure out why Mm -hmm. i mean he's okay he's he's not um he's a skillful quarterback he gets they paid him a lot of money, but that's nobody's problem. That's between him and the Vikings. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever he makes, whatever he doesn't make. I mean, if, everyone would negotiate probably if you're in that situation, get the best deal you can. So you wouldn't begrudge him of that. But the bottom line really is he's just a nice guy. Right. And he has a trouble in the media, and I think it's because he's a nice guy.
0: hmm
1: uh, Controversial guys, you know, they get a lot of press. Mm-hmm. Of Course, maybe that's our problem as a culture, what's that? Um, really good lives are too boring or the,
0: or that it's just too much of a contrast to not a good life, yeah you know, because even going back to the example with Tim he- Tebow, you know in general, you know, I've only seen people get upset like in the case where you choose not to swear. you know it's not like Tim Tebow was asking his teammates not to swear right. around him, you know because you know you kind of mentioned that. it's like he understands that that's what they do, right. And that's their choice, you know, kind of like the example you gave with an atheist, you know, he, that's who they are. That's what you expect them to act. You know, that's, right. you know, you wouldn't expect them to not do something that they don't say. And so likewise, you know, I've only, you only almost see people complain about, you know, to back it up a little bit, more morality when it comes into play. Right. You don't ever see people complain about people living in more unless it's like something, way to the other side, right. you know, like you say, you know, right. whether it be flying a plane into a building or whatever, you know, yeah. and that's the ironic thing to me is that often people take flack for erring on the side of morality, you know, even taking faith out of the picture, but people never really yeah. give a care.
1: Now, how do we get there? I mean, do you think that we've been so inundated with uh, drama and media, television, movies, whatever, that our, our everyday life is so affected by that that what somebody would consider a boring life, we, we don't even want to have. For example, if I wanted to make a, if you wanted to make a movie of my family, mm-hmm. nobody would watch it. I promise, nobody, nobody's going to watch that. Yeah. Why? Because I got up today and I read. Right. So cameras are rolling, I'm reading the Bible, I'm thinking about things. Then, because yesterday, it's deer hunting season, and yesterday I saw a big doe walk by at 644, just right outside my window. mm I thought, okay, at six fifteen, I'm going to sit out there. Yeah. See if it walks by at six forty four again. So D- did it? If no, it no. didn't. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> but if you, you know, so I put my camo jacket on. I go outside. I sit. So far, the movie's pretty boring. Yeah. I'm sitting there staring at an empty woods for forty five minutes. Yeah. And then I come in and change,
0: and I come over here. And now it's exciting
1: story. Yeah, you know, I, I, I mean,
0: <laughs>
1: so you look at it. Um, And you think, this guy's life is boring. You're right. You wouldn't make a movie about it. Nobody's going to write a book about it. Mm -hmm. But the truth is, it's very important to understand that having a a wife, a family that you care about and spend time with, and all this kind of stuff that looks boring to the world Mm -hmm. is very important. It's not things that we minimize or make fun of. Those aren't things, right? And and so in life, I think we need to enjoy the fact that people have some kind of standards. Mm-hmm. The lack of standards is what the trouble is, right? Not those with standards, and uh, we need to applaud them. The other thing, obviously, in the political world, you hear is people saying, "I'm a Christian," but it's not going to affect how I um, govern. Mm-hmm. Uh, impossible. If you're a Christian, it can't. Right. Stop lying. Right. That's a lie, right there. Probably, mm-hmm. because you will always be affected by what you believe. Mm-hmm. Can you actually live and not be affected by what you
0: believe? Yeah. I mean, you think it's possible? I mean, I, I How do you do that? Right. You know, how do you separate who you are from, you know, like to me, I, I don't think it's possible.
1: No, I don't think so. I mean, I can understand. I, I, I remember one time I was working with a union and they were working in this big factory. And they asked me to come and just meet with the union leaders and the, um, and the factory floor workers uh, because I, I kind of was friends with both of them. So mm-hmm. I, I could sit there and listen to them. And um, it, it was interesting as, as, I, as I talked through the issues that they had. Um, nobody actually cared about anybody else. Mm-hmm. They care about themselves in their own world. So you had all these individuals out there saying, I have to protect my space. Mm -hmm. That's what I do in life. I protect my little corner of the world. Because of that, overall, they couldn't accomplish their purposes. Mm -hmm. The people who were working there felt like prisoners. Mm -hmm. Like, well, we have to work. And what I eventually told the guys that worked there was, you act as if you have no choices. First of all, you don't have to work here. Mm -hmm. Nobody says that you have to get up and come over here and work in this place, making this kind of money, doing this kind of thing. Nobody, there's no written laws like that. Right. You're acting like a victim. You don't need to be a victim if you want to work here. There's a guy over here. He owns the place. Yep. He says, "Here's what he's going to pay you. Mm-hmm. You can go and strike. You can do whatever you want. But bottom line, really, is he owns it." This is what he said he'll pay you. If you don't find that acceptable, leave. Mm-hmm. Go do something else. Yeah, They didn't like that answer. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking? Look, we as a culture need to stop being victims. Yeah, We're always looking at somebody else and, and how they're making our life miserable. We believe things, and we live in the context of what we believe. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Bible says all the way through. It's, you know, if you love God, you should act like you love God. Mm -hmm. If you have faith in God, you should act like you have faith in God.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Not just say it, but live it. Yeah. And if you don't know God, you're going to act like you don't know God. Those are normal things.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, My desire in life and our desire as believers needs to be, let's live in a way that compels people to see God. Absolutely. That's all. Right. Not, not, Condemn them. They'll, once they see God, God does the condemning, if you want to call it, because people have to get to the point where they say I'm sinful. Right. But we'll let God do that. I can say what God says. I can live in a way. And I think when Tim Tebow refused to swear, that was people were actually being convicted by that. That's why they bothered him. They mm-hmm. want him to join them. Right. Instead of respecting it, being convicted by it. Mm-hmm. So how do you teach your kids? What we're talking about. So you have boys growing up. I
0: do have boys.
1: And they're growing up and we're talking about, wow, there's a lot of different values out there in the world. They go to public schools. They're you know, they going to hear things Yeah. that you know is wrong according to the Bible, wrong according to what your family believes. So how do you deal with it?
0: One day at a time. <laughs> yep. You know, because the lesson that I've, I've been teaching, one of my, my, my oldest son at the moment, um, he's seven. Is, is the concept with his brothers. Like, you know, one of his younger brothers will do something that is naughty to him, you know? And right. so he's been in the situation where he just does it back, right. you know? He's like, well, they did it to me. And I'm like, that's not how it works, you know? They haven't learned that the concept that this, whatever you did, whether it's hitting him or kicking him, whatever it is, right? you know, is wrong. But you're at a point where you know that, you know? Do you know that's wrong? Yeah, well- why do you, did you do it back? Well, he did it to me. Well, let's take a step back. So if somebody does something wrong to you, does that make a right for you to do it back to them? Well, no. Well, okay. And, and so it, it's, it's the little conversations. It'll probably take 50 of those before it finally clicks.
1: Oh, maybe even more. Maybe even more. Yeah.
0: You know, but it, it's just the, the concept of understanding and explaining like, all right, if somebody were to do that to you you know, or you do it to somebody else, you know, and that, I, and sometimes you have to do that. It's like, all right, so if you were to do this to me, would it be okay for me to do it back to you? Well, no, your dad. Yeah. I'm like, well, you see how it's, it, how it makes you feel, you know, and you try to help explain it to them in a, in a very basic sense, Yeah. you know, and then as they get older, there's, there's more understanding that comes with age as, as they grow and develop and that sort of stuff. But depending on their age, you kind of break it down to what they understand and the words that they understand, Right. you know? Because even, even as I've explained things to my boys in the past, I realize sometimes they don't understand, you know, because I'll explain it using a word. And then later on, they use that word. I'm like, oh, they don't understand yep. how they're using that word. I'm like, I need to rethink what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you, you, know, you part explained
1: a concept I think that's really um, hard for people to understand. There's a huge difference spiritually and um, emotionally and within families. When somebody does something wrong, mm-hmm. but they're ignorant, they don't know why, they don't, they don't know it's wrong. Right. That's one issue. Right. But when they choose to do wrong, yeah, see, that's a different that's issue. That's different, right. And, and God, I believe, understands that as well. I, yeah. There are times where we do things because we're living in our ignorance. Right. But for me as a Christian, to actually know this is what's right and then to do the opposite, that's
2: mm-hmm.
1: very serious. Right. That's a different mind frame. Because you're basically saying, I know what's right, but I'm going to do what's wrong anyway. Mm -hmm. So as an old dad, a grandpa age guy, I encourage you when your children start doing things to be able to differentiate between, did they do this out of ignorance Mm -hmm. or did they do this willfully? Yeah. If they did it willfully, that's where you need to act. Right. If they did it out of ignorance, you need to act as well, but differently. Oh, yeah. And that's almost like what we were talking about believers and unbelievers. Mm-hmm. I mean, if somebody doesn't know God and they act like they don't know God, telling them to act like they know God isn't the solution.
0: No, because they still don't know God. Right. The right.
1: solution is get them to know God. Mm-hmm. And my dad used to say that all the time. The issue is not their behavior. The issue is Christ. Right. Is Christ in their life or not? If not, don't try and fix the rest of the world mm-hmm. because they will never going to understand it. Yeah. You know, for us to understand the Bible, we need the Holy Spirit to to help illuminate it. Mm -hmm. If you're not a believer, you don't have it. So somebody to read the scriptures and try and get what it says, they're not going to get it Mm -hmm. because they don't have a way to understand it. They need Christ first. That's the first step. And children, I think it's really important, the point you bring up, you see something they do out of ignorance, make sure you don't lose your cool. Right. Because they really don't know what they did. Right. Right. Make sure that you put it in perspective. However, your son being seven years old, he knew.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah,
1: and that's what you're playing on. You're yep. you're saying, son, you know that's not right. Mm-hmm. And the big issue really is is to look him in the eye and tell him, you know that's not right. That's worse
2: mm-hmm.
1: because you knew it. Yeah, he doesn't even know it. Right. You know it. And it's not to make them feel guilty. It's to get them to see there's a dividing line there. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, your kids grow up, they do wrong things, and they think, well, when he did a wrong thing, you, you just kind of you know, tapped him. Mm-hmm. When I do it, I get punished. You're treating us differently.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, I am. And here's why. Yeah, And I think um, in our world where everyone wants to be equal, we need to get that message across because it's not equal. Mm -hmm. You know, um, in fact, God says in his word, to whom much is given, much is required. Yeah. And we look at our country, we think, so we've been given much. Well, in many ways, yes. Yeah. We're pretty comfortable as a country. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: How many versions of the Bible do we have that we could read? Mm -hmm. Can anyone in the United States ever stand before God and say, I didn't have a chance to know you? Mm -hmm. I, I don't think they'll be able to do that. Right. It's, no, I chose not to know you. I chose not to read a Bible. I I chose not to spend time with you. It isn't, I I couldn't know you. Mm -hmm. Um, So if your children grow up and they intentionally don't listen to you, and then they want to blame you later for how they grew up, that isn't your problem. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: And that's where you try and train them early to take ownership of their behaviors. Because they need to say, I did this, I knew it was wrong, that was evil. Why? Mm-hmm. until you, you get a kid to say that, he's going to be healthy when he gets older. Yeah. Because most kids can't do it. They're going to argue that they had a good reason, it's not fair, it's not equal, and you're sitting the whole time saying, it's not fair, it's not equal, I understand that. Mm-hmm. And you still need to do right, because you know it's right. Yeah, and uh, I would flip it right back to us uh, adults too, and say the same thing. If, if it's clear in God's Word what it says, then you need to do it. And if you don't do it, you're pretty much telling God, "I know it's right, but I refuse to do it." Mm. That's worse than someone who doesn't even know it's right or wrong and does it. Yeah, and so uh, get out of the habit of blaming God and blaming. Your feelings or whatever else, or other people. Or, yeah, yeah. But we've done it since time we were young, so that's why you're blessed in a way. Do you have young kids? You can you can try and mold it a little differently.
0: Yeah, and and it just takes time and it takes patience. But the reality is is understanding those concepts, and I think it'll help you. So for any of those parents out there that experience the same thing, I understand and just be patient. Um.
1: Yeah. Well, we we need to come back. There's other things that frustrate us as a country these days, so we'll, we'll no, need to come back. Really. And, We'll talk about that and when, we, when we do come back in the second half here or this another podcast. And where can they get these podcasts? Yeah, just
0: head over to Relate365.com. And you can download this podcast and others, and you can check out, because Dave does a variety of different things, and, and we put out some content, and uh, we enjoy just doing this show and just talking about life from different perspectives. I'm a, a couple of years younger than Dave, and so it's fun to get his perspective and my perspective. So if you, you know, jumped in late on this episode or want to hear a different one, um, you could do that. Um, Otherwise, we're out of time here on Younger and Older. This is Jason and Dave, as always, coming to you. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you next time.
2: Bye-bye.